Big Stories of the Day Hashtag SAFM Sunrise Well, as you know, the taxi strike in the city of Cape Town's had such a big impact on people, a huge level of violence. You heard earlier from informal traders about the impact on them. Yesterday, it seemed, I suppose, maybe I can call it the blame game that began. The transport minister, Sindhisiwa Chukunga, saying the taxi industry must publicly condemn the violence. And then also saying the city of Cape Town was going outside the National Land Transport Act and impounding public transport vehicles for breaking certain laws. She said the city must release all of the impounded vehicles with no conditions. The city of Cape Town, I suppose, as you would expect, disputes that. They put out a statement yesterday saying that not a single vehicle had been impounded under the city's bylaws and they are impounding taxis under the National Land Transport Act. Well, the Minister for Transport herself, Sindhisiwa Chukunga, is on the line for you now. Minister, good morning, and I appreciate you taking the time to speak to us on Women's Day. Good morning to you, and good morning to your listeners. First, what do you want the taxi industry, uh, Santaco, uh, to do after all the violence we've had there? What do you believe they need to do now? I think for as long as there's violence, they've got to condemn it. And as a matter of fact, if it is by the taxi industry, they've got to stop doing that because it is illegal. And of course, I think as the taxi industry, they fought just to distance themselves from any violence that is associated with their strike. And, and that we are saying unequivocally because it is against the law. And that we are saying that if, if in fact the law must take its course, those that are responsible for any destruction, they must be brought before law and they must face the, the, the music. As, as we say that also, we are saying to the city of Cape Town, the conditions, because I hear yourselves talking about the bylaws, the impasse between the taxi industry and the city for now is not about the bylaws, but they are about the conditions of operating permits that they issue. Okay. Minister, I'm going to come to that, um, and I just I just want to finish with the taxi industry first, if I may, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do you believe the taxi industry is responsible for the violence in Cape Town? What we have seen on TV, them blocking the, 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 the roads, that is, that is illegal. Just blocking the road mm. is illegal. Whatever else that happens in the darkness, it happens to be associated with the strike, and that is why... They've got to be firm on that to say we distance ourselves to talk to their members, not to engage on that. Of course, whenever there is a strike and there is such lawlessness, it's possible that the criminality may prop in and take advantage of that. So it may necessarily not be the taxi industry alone, but of course the environment is, is, is made conducive by the strike that probably indicates and shows some legality in it and some, some, some violence in it. Okay, I'm sorry, I rudely interrupted you earlier. Let's return to the issue around the city of Cape Town. You say they must release all of the impounded taxis with no conditions. Why do you believe that? Because the issue between the taxi industry and the city of Cape Town for now, it emanates from the conditions that are attached onto the operating permits that they issue and the operating permits that they issue the condition they say they may result in the impoundment of the specific vehicle and the following uh, transgressions they then say 
failure to comply with an instruction of a traffic officer in brackets, section 3J of NRTA, I'm reading the conditions right now as they are. They are saying reckless, negligent, or inconsistent driving, which is section 63 of the National Road Traffic Act. So I can go on the list is saying that in their own uh, conditions. Now, these, these do not carry any, any sanction which includes impounding in, in, in a car. So impounding a car on the basis of this is unlawful. And the process that they follow itself is unlawful because in terms of the law, the, the sanction is imprisonment or a fine. For you to arrive at that, the case must be opened and the magistrate must declare, must actually come to the conclusion that this is, you are guilty of drunk and driving, I'm making an example. Hmm. And then the magistrate must then say, I am fining you or I am imprisoning you. And the magistrate himself, he derives those powers from the law, not just from the name magistrate, from the law. Now, this does not happen in the, in the Western Cape. What they do, they impound a car. And out of impounding a car, they then attach a fine for whatever that they are impounding it for, including these conditions that do not carry a, an impoundment sanction. And then you pay for a fine without a magistrate. And then you pay for impounding, which you, you are paying for something that in, in the first place should not, the car should not have been impounded for. That is the issue and that is the problem. And that is why we are saying any car that is impounded on the basis of the National Road Traffic Act must be released because that impoundment is unlawful, unfortunately. And the process that, 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 that leads to that, even the fine, is unlawful because it must be a magistrate in court that says you are guilty of this and therefore I'm fining you or I'm imprisoning okay. you because that's what, it, that's what the sanction is all about. So there is nothing to politic here. As I hear some people say here on TV, there's nothing to politic. It's the law. I get my powers from the law. The magistrate himself gets the powers from the law. The mayor of Cape Town, including the MMC for, in, for safety and security in Cape Town, gets his powers from the law. They are not willy-nilly. And that is why we are saying, in the absence of that, you have no reason for keeping those cars. Because in the first place, they were impounded, not in line with the NLTA, but in line with the National Road Traffic Act, which is in the conditions. I'm talking about what they've written. Sure. I also have a letter from the mayor of Cape Town that he actually himself signed that still continues to mention these National Road Traffic Act uh, 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 sanctions. So, so that is the problem here. And that is also anyone who says to us, no, you are politicians, not about politics. What do I do? Must I sit down and keep quiet? Because okay. if I don't say, if I say something, it will be like I'm politicking. I was with them. I met with them. We were in the meeting together. We closed the doors as, as government. With myself there, the premier there, the, 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 the city being there. And the city decides that they're not going to participate in the negotiations until there is peace. However, the challenge that we are facing is what they are impl 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 implementing. And that is why you have up to about 6,000 vehicles impounded illegally, no, okay. and, and, and unlawfully. 
Minister, you you say that these must be released. Do you have the power as the transport minister to order the, the city to release these vehicles? These things are unlawful. The, the National Road Traffic Act and the National Land Transport Act, the Minister of Transport is the custodian. Okay, I understand, I understand that. But if, you if, if, you, if, you, if you are implementing these wrongly, then of course I've got to say it. Please ask because you have impounded them unlawfully. It's one thing for you to say it, but do you have the power to force them to release these vehicles? Do you believe that I you have that I power? Can. I think I can go the legal route so that we force them to release the cars. Okay. And it's not about politicking. It's even if this was being done in any of the provinces that are led by whoever else. And we have said this in the meeting. When we beg the city to come and join us and refuse it, when their own premier begged them and they said they're not going to, party to negotiate with that, actually referring to that, that is said in a formal meeting. Now what do we do? We sit and watch the city? No, okay. we but are knowing you and, and the strike being extended because they don't want to come and, 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 and negotiate and actually look at this to say on these, this, the conditions are unlawful because they are saying they will impound vehicles on the basis of National Road Traffic Act. So, Minister, okay. Um, other cities, other councils do this. Other councils definitely impound and impound on a regular basis taxis. And in some cases, I mean, in one day, you know, Etiquini a couple of years ago impounded 72 taxis. Why, why then this reaction in Cape Town but not in Etiquini? Because maybe the taxi industry never striked about it. And as a matter of fact, maybe we have not taken, I mean, paid attention to that. Here there is a strike. And they are saying we are striking because there is this issue. Now we can't turn a blind, a, a, a blind eye. I take the flight, I come, I come to Cape Town. I meet with them. We were in a meeting, myself, Mackenzie, and Rob Hunten. And we were looking at these matters. Initially, even myself, I was listening to this reading it. But as these things, as you come closer to them, you get to realize, but this is unlawful. Everything that okay. is said here is unlawful. And you are saying, let's come and discuss. What they've said, I understand. They've said, no, uh, this must not be led by the nationals. I, 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 so they must just close the doors by themselves. They've been waiting for them to come back to them to say what then is the outcome of their caucus. They are not back the whole day yesterday. It's today. And therefore, what does this mean? It means the strike continues because they are waiting for them and they're not coming back. But okay. the fact of the matter is any behavior that is impounded on the basis of the National Road Traffic Act is unlawfully impounded. Okay. Any vehicle that is impounded on the basis of the National Land Transport Act is lawfully impounded. Let's just move away from the law for a minute. If a taxi driver consistently breaks the law, and if we can just use this example, if a taxi driver consistently breaks the law, so he goes through the same red traffic light next to a primary school three times a day every morning, and he's fined every time, and he never pays the fine, what is supposed to happen? They, they must be arrested. They must face their laws. That is why we, we are introducing even ARTO. They must face the law, and then the magistrate must decide to imprison or to fine or both. That is what the law says. We cannot then 
stamps up what must be done and include things that are not in the law. We get our powers, they originate from law. Do you believe... from legislation. Okay, but do you seriously believe that taxi drivers pay fines? They do. I mean, here in Cape Town, here in Cape Town, when the car gets impounded, remember, when the car gets impounded, there is there must be a, a, a reason for that, and that carries its own fine. When then again for you to take it out of of the pound, they, that carries its own fine. But the issue is, and that would be correct for the National Land Transport Act related infringements. However, here they are impounding them for National Road Traffic okay. Act. I'm gonna, that, carry, that do not carry the... Minister, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you again. We've heard you on that. What I'm trying to get to is, we know that, 25 year, that 10 years ago, only 25% of traffic fines were paid. I frankly do not believe that a taxi driver will pay a fine. So we're back to this example. A taxi driver, every day, going through the same red robot, next to a primary school, three times a morning all the time, doesn't pay the fine, right? Keeps keeps doing it. Now, you want to arrest this person. Okay, maybe the police officer is able to do that. But is impoundment not a possible action in that case? What else is the police officer to do? And Minister, I'm afraid to repeat myself, but I don't think anyone believes the taxi industry pays fines. That is why we are introducing ARTO. Because one of the reasons it will be difficult to arrive at that will be the number of such infringements that go to court. And the court having its own other issues to deal with, they will therefore put this as a by-the-way thing. And that is why we are introducing ARDO. That is why. So that these matters get attended to, to the extent that we need to us taking the driving license from that taxi driver. Okay, from but, whoever else, but, and that is why we are introducing that act, and that is why we are rolling out that act to address because this issue I'm saying has been a problem. But being a problem as it is, it therefore does not give me powers to act outside the law. And do you believe? Do you believe the taxi industry is going to accept Arto? Do you believe the taxi industry is going to accept drivers being told they do not have the legal right to drive? They are not, it's not about them accepting. It's not about them, it's about us enforcing the law, because it is law. It's okay. about us enforcing the law. Any other law is got to be enforced, including ARTO, including the National Land Transport Act, including National Road Traffic Act. These have to be enforced. Whether they are not, that's another matter. However, here... We're talking about the issue of lawlessness or unlawlessness. Or, I mean, I mean, lawlessness or lawless or, or I mean, acting within the law. And that is what we are dealing with to say we cannot, unfortunately, get our powers from any other source either than the law. And in this case, the law does not give us powers to impound a car on the basis of the National Road Traffic Act. That's the unfortunate okay. But they don't they, they they talk about the National Land Transport Act, but anyway. The the fact is that if you want to bring in R two, that is going to be a huge test of government's ability to enforce the law.
it would seem to me, Minister, and I'm sorry to say this because I think it's a bad situation for everybody, but it seems to me that the taxi industry is not going to obey Artu. In fact, I would put a huge amount of money in a bet that the taxi industry will not accept Artu. And that if you were to arrest taxi drivers on a large scale for not obeying Artu, in the end, you're going to have what you've seen in Cape Town across the entire country. And I'm talking specifically about the violence. What I'm trying to get to is, is there not a greater duty on national government to properly enforce the law and to ensure across the board, not just through the impounding of taxis. I mean, you, you, you know, you, you have your interpretation of the law. That's fine. But to ensure that the taxi industry obeys the law all the time. And frankly, we all know that it doesn't, and that the fine system doesn't work, and I don't think anyone believes the demerit system is going to work either. Be that as it may, say, I, I don't ask you all, because I don't even think I've time. Be that as it may, it does not give me any power to act outside that law. It doesn't. So at least there we must agree. It doesn't give me power to act outside law, maybe because I'm failing to enforce law, the powers of which I have. Because at least I have the power to enforce law as law enforcers in South Africa. So it doesn't give me power to therefore, because the laws are not enforced, then I may act outside the law because I'm minister of transport or I'm mayor of, of, of the city or whoever else. It does not give me that power to act outside the law. I'm still confined. I'm, the, I'm, I'm confined to act within the law. If I act outside the law, that is an unlawful act on my side. This is what you are saying to say. It, it, I, I, I read to you because you are saying they are saying NLTA. They are saying that but in writing I read, I'm reading in front of me the conditions for their operating permit. They are a list of them. It's dated 2022-05-11 given to a, a, an operating permit person and it lists the NRTA as conditions for Minister, I really appreciate the time and the engagement. Thank you very much indeed. Sindasiwa Chikunga is the Minister, the National Minister of Transport. 26 minutes after 7.